Sunday Pour back. Uh, first show of the year. Uh, we were we were geared up and and ready to go on Monday, and uh, well, we saw something that uh, hopefully we never see again. Uh, you'll probably hear me say a few times uncharted territory uh, when we talk about this, but uh, there's one. Yeah, that's one. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Mar Hamlin kid for the Bills uh, went down and he knew it was bad. CPR on the field. And uh, once you heard, like, the game was was called off and uh, he had to, uh, you know, go to the hospital and uh, basically intensive care unit and wasn't good. I mean, we were geared up for that game to come on and record for that game. And once that game wasn't happening and, you know, we would have been sitting here like idiots scrolling Twitter for updates and, you know, doing what people have been doing the last three years, which is, you know, become doctors here and, and giving uh, our medical expertise. We decided let's give it 72 hours, come back on. Hopefully we get encouraging news, which it sounds like we got today. So now we could do the serious and the trivial sports shit. We'll start with the serious and then we'll get into the sports shit. All right, let's go. Yeah, mo- Monday night, I think we made the right call. There's not much we could have added on Monday night. It would have been a lot of speculation. It would have been – on top of that, we would have opened ourselves up. We need to fill time. We would open yourself up to saying something stupid that you don't really mean. Um, In the moment that you don't even realize. You're still grasping what's happening. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, if we were if we were live and that happened, obviously we would stick around for it and do our best to kind of manage through it and maybe call it quits early. I mean, it, w- it would be – I think it would uh, – we would have had our TVs muted, and we wouldn't have even oh, known yeah. it was like a heart thing. We would have been like, oh, the NFL's gone soft. <laughs> Stopping a game for, for a concussion. Well, I, I don't know about that, because when he went, when they showed the replay, for, uh, I think imme- like pretty much immediately it felt different. You, you, kinda, you could kind of tell like the break structure for these things. You could kind of tell by the tone of the announcers of these things. And yeah. it just felt... It just felt different. And I think, I mean, by the time they went to the third commercial, you knew like this was not a normal injury. Uh, you knew it was not something that was going to be moved on from quickly. We, I didn't, at that point, you probably didn't know it would be canceled, but uh, it, it was just one of those, one of those moments when you are watching something that you've never seen in a, in an NFL game before. And you're just processing it all at once. It, it, the people and the people on TV, from, you know, from we don't we don't listen to the Monday Night Crew at all because we're, d- we're here doing the show, so this is really my first time listening to Buck and Aikman uh, together all season, mm-hmm. and you really just hang on to their every word. And not only are they giving you nothing because they have nothing, but you're trying to interpret everything that's happening and wondering the severity of it. And obviously, there's you're thinking the worst of the worst. You're thinking, you know, you're and all, all I could think of when he was down. And everybody was was surrounding him, and you couldn't see anything. And it just it kept the longer it went, obviously. And the ambulance came in the field. I think I saw the ambulance was in the field first on Twitter. And all I'm thinking is, I just want to hear this kid's story someday from him. Like I, I don't want I don't want this to be it. Like, I just want to hear from him what happened one day. That's all I was hoping for. It was a weird thing to process. Weird weird way to weird place to go. I think when I was processing it. But that's all I want. I just want to hear what happened from this kid's point of view one day. And hopefully, I guess, like you said, we got some very encouraging news today. 
He's able to communicate. I don't know if he's exactly talking. It sounds like he was doing some writing to communicate. Yeah, not talking, it sounds like. Um, but he's moving arms and legs. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, all hopefully, this continues to get better. Um, I don't know if you remember, you're probably too young for Reggie Lewis, right? That was right when you were getting into sports, really, 1993. Uh, wait, Reggie Lewis. Reggie Lewis was um, a guard on the Celtics when he collapsed uh, as game one or game two of playoff series on the court. I I don't remember Reggie Lewis. I do have – well, go ahead. um, Number 35 in the Celtics. He collapsed in the court, and it was a hard issue. I don't know exactly what it was. There was some speculation it was cocaine-related, I think, on the heels of Len Bias. I don't know if that was – I think that might have been debunked, but I'm not positive on that. Mm Mm-hmm. And he collapsed middle of the game, just kind of on the like on the wing, like down by the corner where the corner is. Just went down, sur- um, survived. Doctors cleared him, and then in the off season, he was playing like a pickup game or whatever, and he died on that on the court. Then I think the doctors okay. the doctors got sued and everything for clearing him. Um, I mean this you know that's thirty years ago now. I think we're a little bit more advanced. Um, at least medically, a little more advanced, a little more cautious with uh, with, with like athletes in general. So yeah. hopefully, they don't make the same mistake. I, I'm assuming we're not going to see it. Not that it matters at this point. I'm assuming this is the last we see him on on the uh, I, uh, yeah I would think the so. field. It's not relevant at all. Obviously, let's just get him back to get him back walking upright and healthy. You know, the only other. The only other incident I could think of that was even close to this, and I was very young for this moment. This is actually a year before. Right? I don't remember Reggie Lewis. I don't remember that story at all. But I remember the Dennis Bird uh, oh, yeah. hit in the Meadowlands uh, back in – it was 92, I yep. believe. And I'm very young at that time. I'm six years old. I can't even say for sure I was watching that game, but I feel like I was – uh, I was living at my grandparents at the time, and they're Jets fans. So I feel like that game was on, and I, I remember the hit and like the airiness and like the hush and like the the uh, almost like the the deafening like sounds that came over the crowd when that happened. But even that was like his life. His life was never in jeopardy. I don't think with Burr. I mean, you know, this is back before internet and social media. So who the hell knew exactly what was going on? Um, but that's the only other moment I could even like, compare. Maybe Shazier, like with Pittsburgh a few years ago. Yeah, that was another like I don't want to like minimize paralysis, but like you knew you knew his life wasn't in jeopardy. That was actually in Cincinnati, also on a Monday night, like five or six years ago. Yeah, another watching um, that live. That I mean, just when you saw that hit, it looked bad. Even I think even before he collapsed, it looked bad. Just the way he. Went at uh, when he was went at that tackle. Yeah, it's just kind of you could see his neck just kind of went into his body. Oh, brutal! But other than that, yeah, like this is this was like a whole a whole other animal that like we had. I think once I see when he collapsed at first, I thought concussion. Like I thought like what Tua had. Um, yeah, that was the like early in the season against the Bills. I think that was the first response from everybody was was concussion. Like, like the immediate response. Yeah, yeah, After, yep. I think it wasn't until, like you said, a couple commercial breaks and then the ambulance being out on the field. I was like, oh, this is 
this isn't for a concussion. Like this is something like real serious. And then you saw like the players' reactions and the coaches' reactions, how fucked up they were. And I was like, oh, this is really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Taking the cues from the players on the field. That was tough seeing them. Usually these injuries are just accepted as part of the game and things move on here, watching them taking a step back from the competition to, to kind of take this in was really a scary thing to see guys. You're just used to, you know, watching other guys get caught at the field, get right back in next play, next man. Right. In this case, I, I, I think, I think at that point was when I knew like the game was going to be canceled or at least suspended at that time. Yeah. Just, like, to, to have – you have to get so hyped up to play an NFL game. Like, you have to get your mind – into cer- a certain mindset to play a game. And to have – to have witnessed that, you are taken completely away from that headspace. You're taken completely out of the mind of a competitor. And not to, not to like, downplay baseball or basketball um, or any other sport, but because it's such a violent sport – it's really hard to get back. I think it's probably harder to get into a mindset like in a baseball game. Okay, you warm up, throw it around. You know, you're not you're not you're not putting yourself in too much danger if you go out there and play again. If your mind's not in it in a, on a football field, you you might be the next person to get fucked up. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I knew. Like I knew once. Uh, once they started, you know, once you started to realize the uh, severity of what happened, like I knew there's no way they were playing. Like there's there's impossible, because I mean in order like the 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 level of you know physicality and like where you have to be mentally like that th- those combinations physical and mental like there's no way those guys would have been able to get to that point. It's impossible. Yeah, no. You I mean, could. it's crazy enough when you see a guy get a serious injury and they have to go back out there, but I mean this was like this was completely different. Like this was like there's no way those guys would have been able to play after that even seeing like joe burrow throwing the ball out there you could tell he's he's like kind of processing what the fuck am i doing like this is (laughs) not what i should be doing right now yeah and uh i give i definitely give you know this is a little speculation too but it sounds like the coaches were the ones who were like like we're not we're not playing right like we're let's like mcdermott just pulled his team off the field like locker room and Taylor yeah. went over, and it was like, we're not, come on, we're not playing. Yeah, my guess is the NFL just has a way. People want to badmouth the NFL, but I mean, they're just doing their job. They don't necessarily have a feel for what's going on, on the field. They might not have the full picture of what's going on on the field. So th- to them, I mean, these things happen. It, it's a it's a big machine, and it keeps plowing forward. No matter if there's a pandemic, no matter you know if somebody tears an ACL no matter what the situation is, NFL just keeps plowing along. So I think it was just kind of it just that's just what it what they do. It's just out of habit. That's what they do. And the NFL came out and said that they didn't plan to play in the game, you know, as, at any point that night. I'm I'm guessing for a little bit they did. Not I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't fault them for that because that's just what they do. And it was kind of out of their hands really. Because they weren't there, like it was, it was totally on the coaches and the players. Yeah, and I'm yeah, and I'm sure that there was some. I think it was all done on the phone, right? I'm, even though there, there might have been like an official there, 
But I mean, there's not right. the I, number I, I one guys if, aren't there. Goodell's right. I think there. if I think if McDermott and Taylor had said we're going to play, they probably would have played. I don't know how they would have gotten. Then I don't know how you would have gotten all the play because there would have been some players who were like, "Nah, we're not playing." So yeah, I mean, it was just there was too many things going against it. There's no way you could have resumed it, and there's no way you could have resumed it this week because what are you going to go back 48 hours later and like yeah. what when he's like you need you would have needed you would have needed uh hamlin to t- have like a complete 180 turnaround like get up out of the bed walk like fine like you couldn't have him still you know i mean it sounds like he's made some progress but like still like there's no way they could have went back it's going to be eerie enough if they play in the playoffs yeah oh that's a good point. Like that's gonna that's gonna be strange enough mm-hmm. um but yeah, I don't know. It's they, you know, we'll get into like the, the playoff scenarios later. But it's the the NFL was you know in a tough spot. I can't kill them for how they handled it. No, I think everybody did a pretty good job. I know everybody's getting except for Skip Bayless. I think everybody did a pretty good job <laughs> how they handled it. I mean, from Buck and Aikman to Scott Van Pelt. I mean, to uh, yeah, to Van Pelt and to like Booger and Susie Colbert. Yeah, Van Pelt was Schechter. good. I think they just they were all kind of dealing with the gravity of the situation too. And I give I give I give them all a lot of credit for hanging on and hanging in there. You know, somebody I think it was like Jason Whitlock was like, "This broadcast sucks. They're not giving us anything. Why don't Why don't they talk about the guy from the Lions in 1971, who actually did die? At, you know, like I don't know if it was on the field or off the field, but like because of something that happened on the field. I want to talk about the guy from the Lions in 1971. I'm thinking, why the fuck would anybody want to hear that right now? Like, why are you comp- why 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 are we comparing it? Why are we Thinking about the worst case scenario. That's just what the media in this country has become. <laughs> blood sucking, bloodthirsty hounds. But I, I think that you're, they were just processing, everybody there was just processing what was going on in the moment with the audience. And I think they did a, a, a fine job at, at doing something that was impossible to do. Yeah, there's no script for that. No. No, there's no script for that. People on TV kind of just rely on you know bullet points, and we got to go here, commercial here, there. There was no, uh, they weren't expected to be doing that on Monday night. Obviously, no. tough spot. Yeah, Van Pelt. If I'm if I'm ran- like Van Pelt was probably like handled it the best. And then when he brought in Ryan Clark, like they they handled it. Oh, uh, Ryan Clark was great. Well. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Clark was phenomenal. Was excellent. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, and I don't understand like a guy like Skip Bayless, man. I mean, I I just don't understand him in general. But in that moment, you have to have some understanding of what's going on real time. You can't just like I kind of it was a poor choice of words. I kind of understand what he was saying. It was just something that doesn't need like I don't know, man. I just people who just put everything in writing and just like tweet nonstop. It's such a, I just don't really understand it. Like I understand you're in that field and you're a public figure and it's kind of like your bread and butter. It's like almost what you do for a living is tweeting like a lot of these public figures, but it's like, I don't, I don't, why even like in that moment, you just have to go like completely down the line PC, like, just straight, man. Like you have to play it there. Don't even, even say if it, it. Or yeah, or don't even say anything. Which is like, 
the impossible. the approach I would take. I mean, yeah, right. When you're that when you're that guy, it's impossible. Everyone's looking for your tweets. What's Skip Bayless? Not me personally, but a lot of people out there. What's Skip Bayless going to say? What's this guy going to say? I yeah, I don't people, understand. It was just a poor, like it was worded poorly. Does anybody actually like Skip Bayless, or does everybody watch him because they hate him? Just to just to because they'll know they'll disagree with something, and they'll just be able to be like that fucking Skip Bayless, a clueless bastard. Man, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't. Uh, I really don't understand. You know, I mean, I grew up obviously with like Mike and the Mad Dog, but I don't really understand how or when like the sports journalist became the entertainment or became the show, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so bizarre to me. Like, I, you know, what Skip Bay and I still have guys I listen to for sports takes, but. He's more of like a caricature than he is like a journalist. Yeah, he is a cartoon. He is he is what you would put into he what what in, in blue chips. He's um not Bundy. Well, maybe he's like Bundy. I mean, I'm thinking of somebody else, not blue chips. I'm thinking of somebody else from one of those movies. He's just like the quintessential jerk, uh media jerk. Mm, media jerk. Let's see. Oh, I could picture him too. Oh shit! This is gonna piss me off now. Not Robert Wolf from Batman. No, not Robert <laughs> Wolf from Batman. Not uh, Robert Duvall in The Natural. Yeah, who's like the media jerk? Like he's almost like too big of a heel to be a real guy. It's like Jim Rome, but on steroids. He's 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 worse than Jim Rome. And then, I, and then I heard like him and Shannon had a disagreement again the next day or something that went viral all over the internet. I think well they had, agree, they had a disagreement about this, but I think they had a disagreement previously too, like recently and previously. You wonder how much of that is orchestrated. When he well when he called him, he said oh. he jealous of Tom Brady. That one. Oh yeah 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 there, yeah, there was that one. And then there was another one this week where he was mad about uh, they had a disagreement about the tweet and like he interrupted Shannon during his monologue and Shannon got pissed. Like I can't even do one monologue without you interrupting me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw that one too. I think that was about this situation too, right? Right. It was. Yeah. It was. It was exactly about that. Yeah. A couple of days ago. Man, I could picture this guy that I'm thinking of as an example. He's got a cigar in his mouth. He's in a million things. I cannot picture him in anything else right now, though. Unfortunately, he's a that guy. But I can't put. Is him he? In. Is he like raincoat, top hat, and a cigar? No, like nineteen sixties, fifties. No, it's more, more, more modern. And I think he's balding. <laughs> no top hat. No, no, no fedora or anything like that. Balding. Okay. Like. Like like bushy hair, but balding, like pushed back. Oh, I can't picture him. Big goofy smile on his face just because he knows he's rounding somebody up. <laughs> Doing a terrible job. 1980s on, like the last 30 yeah, years I, of I'm movies. Gonna, I, this guy's heyday is like the early 90s, I think. So you're actually picturing a real guy, a real actor. Yeah, oh yeah, real actor. You just can't it, you just can't put picture the movie. Can't picture the movie. I can't even I can't put him in another movie. And he's been in a million things too. Hmm. Balding guy. I don't even know what to Google. I, I'm googling that guy actor. 
like a guy. balding cigar guy media movie top 100 that guy actors they have this shit on the internet oh i'm sure yeah who's like the number one that guy actor i think he's been i think the number one that this number one it's on imdb this henry rollins jk simmons is number one which i think he's a little bit big for that uh not if you're i think if you're a casual movie goer tv watcher he could be a that guy that's fair. Yeah, I think maybe it's some- he's in commercials because you know what helps. He's 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 what uh, he's State Farm. Oh, an idiot! It's McGinley, McGinley, John C. McGinley. Oh, from uh, was he in um, Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> was was he in? I, oh, I think it's not. It's from um, Any Given Sunday. Oh, okay. Right, is he's in Any Given Sunday? Right. He is in any given Sunday. Is he a media guy? And did he smoke? Yeah. See, I was thinking. I was thinking when you said balding, I was thinking like heavy guy. Like he's in good shape, McGinley. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's not quite balding, but he has like a mustache in that movie, doesn't he? Uh, maybe. Is he definitely a jerk in that movie? I don't... Oh, John C. McGinley. Oh, he was a media. He was definitely a media guy. I don't know if he had a cigar. John C. McGinley says he based his any given Sunday character on Jim Rome. <laughs> okay, well there you go. I think he was a jerk. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I did a Google now. Yeah, he was. He was a jerk. the goatee gave it away. <laughs> pure, pure. You don't grow a goatee for a part to be a baby face. That's <laughs> a, a bad guy. <laughs> All right, well, we can move on now. That was yeah, I'm so very glad. important. I'm so glad I got him. <laughs> but yeah, number 31 on the that guy list. Oh, he was actually on the list. That's how you got it? <laughs> yeah, number 31. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, is he in Scrubs, McGinley? I think he's so. Scrub. I believe he is, yeah. Yeah, if you're in Scrubs, you can easily get a that guy. Donald Faison on that guy list. He's I haven't seen I don't think I've seen him. I've been zooming through it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of I wonder I wonder if a lot of these guys, if you would even know, picture them. Maybe know the name but not be able to place the name with the face. I think a lot of these guys are the way, are the way around. So you know, I know the face, not the name. There's, I mean, you'll know Dean Winters. You know who that is. Yeah, O'Reilly, Another Mayhem, Adam Goldberg. You know who that is. Right, Days to Confuse. Seymour Cassell. You know who Seymour Cassell is. Of course, he's a that guy. Wow. See, these are yeah. I mean, give me a give me a difficult one. Okay. Uh, John Hurd is it that guy? Um, Kevin Dunn. You know Kevin Dunn. Ooh, Kevin Dunn. This is an old wrestler. Uh, there's a different Kevin Dunn. Let's see. Kevin Dunn. I don't I don't have a I don't have a guy for that. Stump me there. I, I'll do a Google on him quick and let's see yeah. if he's a Kevin Dunn, American actor. Oh yeah, he's bat uh not Batman, Ghostbusters. Yeah, right? yeah, he's in Ghostbusters, yeah. And he's also Jerry's 
friend in Seinfeld. He thinks he has a coke problem. He sniffing accountant. Is he the sniffing accountant? I'm selling forever. <laughs> he might be. I don't know. Is he still with us? Still with us. Good. Uh, as a Chicago guy. Good. I think he was. I think he's the sniffing. He's definitely something. Ghostbusters too. Yep. He's uncredited. Wow. What was he in Ghostbusters 2 exactly? The, he's not the mayor. The mayor is the, the attorney from Sopranos. He's uh um he's uh is he like it's cr- I could pick I could picture him in the scene. He's not a doctor, he's not like a police guy. It's crazy. The first thing I thought of him was an uncredited role in Ghostbusters 2. His <laughs> second his second role ever, second movie role ever. Uh, let's see. He, so, he a cop or something, or he's a psychologist, or something like that. He's not. I don't think he's a cop. Uh, Seinfeld. Oh, he plays Joel, male unbonding. Oh, he plays like Jerry's high school friend. Uh, that he's like he wants to just get. He wants to like break up with him. He just wants to. Oh, he wants it. to make a. He wants to make a clean break. Got it. Got it. Kevin Dunn as Joel Horneck. <laughs> there's your there's your that guy list. <laughs> we yeah. took that we took that from the series to the uh inconsequential pretty pretty seamlessly. It was pretty easy. If yeah. we did if we did this on Monday night, we'd be on the next morning. People would be like, these animals. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I didn't talk, yeah. talk about J.K. Simmons and Richard Jenkins and <laughs> Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Oh, Richard Jenkins. I know him. Richard Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, so he in Ghostbusters, he's uh he's in the scene with um Murray at the beginning is hosting some sort of show. What is he doing? Oh uh, yeah, World of the Psychic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Valentine's Day. Bummer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bing, yeah. Bingo. <laughs> All right. Um yeah. Great job by uh, you got you got to give credit to like the people and and I heard I'm stealing this from another podcast I can't remember where I heard it from but like they got to have well, whatever equipment like saved Hamlin like they got to have that shit at all sporting events like high school college yeah got to have it you, that, the, you, the first responders were they were pretty quick on the scene yeah you talk about you think like Joe Montana's Joe Cool Mister Clutch those guys are like that is serious pressure. yeah. See, I mean, they're not thinking about the people watching them at all. Obviously, it's more pressure just to have to do that. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, you're not thinking about everybody watching, but I mean, that's that's the real, that's the real heroic, that's the real Joe Cool shit right there. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, and I guess I, I was also reading that T. Higgins like was at the hospital for two days. Like he just left today, maybe to go back to practice. Jesus. And someone, I was reading, did someone give T. Higgins shit on ESPN? Was it Bart Scott? Really? I've heard, I heard like schmucks on Twitter do it, but I didn't know like an actual talking head did. Well, I heard, um, I heard Josh Allen defended T. Higgins uh, in his press conference today. And there was a couple other players that defended T. Higgins. And I thought too, like, oh, they're probably just defending him against like, you know, the Twitter the keyboard tough guy or whatever, you know, giving yeah. him shit. Yeah. But I guess um, I didn't see, I didn't see, I, I I saw Bart Scott's name mentioned, but I didn't see it. So I can't crush Bart Scott. 
I will okay. at some point. Again. Yeah, if he deserves it, yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back for you, Bart. <laughs> ADO is Bart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, have you have you I'm not trying to ask you to play doctor here, but have have you heard if the hit was what caused the issue? I mean, it, obviously, it seems like it, but I don't know that that's accurate. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. It was, if I had to guess and speculate, it would probably be like a combination of both. It was the hit plus a condition. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my wife was giving me some input, but I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, the one thing I heard was that it would have to be just like the perfect timing where your heart was beating a certain way, whatever electrons or electricity yeah. goes through <laughs> you. Yeah, out of our out of our element already. <laughs> uh what you know, just whatever is going on with your heart, just perfect timing to and you take a violent hit like that. So yeah, I mean that's yeah, it could be a condition that we you know we don't know about yet too. So we'll see. Obviously, as uh, yeah, I would think I would think it's some sort of condition that was already there. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of sped it up. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Yeah. Mm. Um. What else? Are they officially canceled the game? It's, I just got that text. Oh yeah, they canceled the game. Do you hear about these scenarios? Uh, I was reading during the day about potential. You're talking about like, uh, like play, like adding an eighth playoff team and neutral site playoff games. We did not hear about the eighth playoff team. I didn't hear that. I don't think that's. I don't think that's real. I think that was kind of reaching. Yeah, neutral site in the AFC Championship if the Bills or Bengals get there, possibility. Uh, but what if like, but what if the Bills are playing the, the Chargers? Then I would think neutral site. I think. I think it would. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It would be a Bills game, Bills home game, but right. Like if the Bills are playing the the seven seed, it sounded like the only team that would get home field advantage if they weren't playing the Bengals or Bills is Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. Well, obviously, if four seed and the seven seed make it, is that even possible? Four and a seven could play in the uh, right. Yeah. My standings in front of me. Yeah, four and a seven could play. And then, then, it's, then it's possible if it's a no, you know. But if it's if one of those teams is involved, that's what it sounds. Like. I mean, this is all speculated. They're meeting tomorrow to kind of figure this all out. So these are just options that are being floated out there right now, at least publicly. Um, and if yeah, Buffalo or Cincy's involved, it would be in, in Kansas City, even if it's against Kansas City as a number one seed. We'll go over a couple scenarios now when we come back. But Kansas City wins. Yeah, the- I got the scenario generator up. Oh, good. Ready to rock. Um, Kansas City wins their number one seed no matter what at this point. The KC should just like take a tie to just to. Nope. They're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> this is still the NFL. Right. Yeah. Mahomes, you know, a legacy. Got to build that <laughs> legacy. You can't. What, what they should have done, I mean, Again, not the right time to ask, but like that night, they should have asked Kansas City what you want to do. And if they they would look like complete assholes, they're like, no, I want to take a mm, Yeah. And like, then they would be the most hated team in the world. But obviously, cooler heads will prevail at this point. And 
taking the tie would not be the way to go. All right. Are we out of time? Because I do I do have a question, but we have seven minutes left. Oh, okay. So I haven't really read that much up on. I was skimming some articles today. So Chiefs right now have a half game lead on Buffalo, game and a half on Cincinnati. KC wins on Saturday. They're locked into the one seed. They're getting the bye. Yes, Kansas City's locked in, yes. Okay, so they're locked in if they beat Vegas, obviously. Right. Okay. All right, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, you're not thrilled if you're a Bills or a Bengals fan, but I, I also think, like, the Bills players and coaches and Bengals players and coaches really have no interest in playing the makeup game. Yeah, like no. they want they want nothing to do with it. That they'll, they'll almost be like, all right, we'll just we'll sacrifice the buy just like for peace of mind because we don't want to go through that. Yeah, just move on from it. Take take the win that you did get with him, you know, kind of surviving and hopefully yeah. it'll be better, and uh, leave it at that. Yeah, you can. I mean, it does kind of. I don't want to like. No, Crowder spilled milk for the Baltimore Ravens because they're like one of the most unwatchable teams. But that did clinch the division for the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Even if even if the Bengals lose to the Ravens on Sunday, they will have been swept by the Ravens in this, in this <laughs> season. They will have a worse a division record than the Ravens, and they'll same have, number of wins. Same number of wins, and they'll win the division. And I think if you're like a level-headed sports fan that's not a Ravens fan, it's like, yeah, the Bengals are better. Just give them the division. The Ravens <laughs> fucking suck right now. I stayed up for that whole game Sunday. The Ravens stink. Yeah, I don't know. We want to see the Ravens any more than we have to. Yeah, I, like I would almost, yeah, I would almost be fine with like just scrapping the Ravens. No seven seed. No AFC South team. Maybe the Jaguars because they'd be a little interesting. But no, just scrap everyone and just make a Final Four of KC, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Chargers. <laughs> just put, just push the playoffs along. That's that's what I'm doing if I'm running the NFL, and we're losing a lot of revenue, a lot of ticket sales <laughs> if I'm in charge. <laughs> Bottom line is not your thing. Not you're not a money guy. Not a money. You're not a money guy. Nah, just let's get the best teams out there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, was there any other crazy scenarios for this? Uh, like, yeah, now they just say that playoff seeding is decided by winning percentage. Right. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. There's no other way. Oh, and there, another another scenario is where the number one seed would pick either home field advantage or a first round buy. The second seed gets the other one. I don't quite understand how that works. Oh, okay. I guess no, they would. Uh... I guess that just means if they played each other, then the two seed would have home field advantage. So let's say the Chiefs get the one seed. They could pick home field advantage, but they have to play wild card weekend. Yes. Right. And then if they run into the Bills in the title game, they get home field. Right. Yeah. That what, is. Yeah. What do you do? So. There's I, think start, take, there, I think I'm taking the bye, to be honest with you. It's one less game you have to win to win yeah. the Super Bowl. Well, here's – if so Buffalo still has a chance to be the one seed, right? Yeah, KC loses, Buffalo wins. They're the right. one seed. So if you're the, if you're 
does either team take the home field advantage and play the extra game? Will the Bills want to want that home game? Or are they going to go back to – I'm not because I'm not ruling Vegas out. I'm not either because I, I, the Chiefs kind of they, – they just play sloppy and they let teams hang around. I'm a big Stidham guy after this past weekend. We forgot all about Sunday, and Stidham was uh, phenomenal. Right, <laughs> Stidham, Stidham was all right. Yeah. Game, of the, game of the weekend. Start him or sit him. So, wait, what was the original question? KC, Buffalo. I could see. Yeah, who, who does either of them? See, Buffalo, I could see. I could see taking the the two seed for the home field just because of what's happened in Arrowhead the past few years. But I don't know if you – do you really want to, like – you know, I want to get into the whole player safety thing after what we just talked about, but like, I those to me like a buy is so valuable. Just like resting your guys, and I know it's like rest versus rust, but in in, in football, I just feel like the buy is so valuable, man. To like get a week off and you're playing a team coming. I know the team has momentum coming in, but like you're fresh. There is something about that buy. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I don't know. That's an interesting. That's a very interesting hypothetical. That's not bad actually, because it really does. I don't know if there's necessarily a, a, a right or wrong answer. Yeah. yeah the thing tough. is, you're, there's no guarantee. Now, if you're the one, let's say you pick the one seed. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee. Like the KC gets the one seed and they pick one team. We're going to take the bye, and we're not going to have home field in the championship game. There's no guarantee you beat you play the Bills because the Bills have to win two games to still get there. Yeah, for sure. So now I think I'm taking – now I think I'm taking – I'm taking the bye. I'm taking the bye. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, so there are – correct me if I'm wrong here. There are six teams that are on the bubble that can that can get in that are not in yet. Three from the AFC, three from the NFC. Miami, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Detroit, Green Bay, Seattle. Is that right? Yeah, well, if you want to count New England as a bubble team, they're technically in right now. I did did, did right. Right, but they have to – New England has to win. New England wins and they're in. That's their scenario. Right. Or they – if Miami loses, Pittsburgh loses, and Jackson wins, they're in. Correct. Yeah, it's a mess. They are a mess. <laughs> These are always fun. <laughs> um, all right. So those those teams are those seven teams are bubbled. The first Kansas City is just playing for seeding. Vegas is out. Yes. Saturday night, Tennessee Jacks, the winner is in. Winner's the four seed. Jacksonville can lose. And still get in if Pittsburgh, New England, Miami all lose as well. Right, which would be gross. Which would be so gross. It's the worst way to get in. Be very gross. Jacksonville, seventh seed. That's Saturday. Now, games that mean something, New England, Buffalo mean something. Right, New England win and they're in. They're the seventh seed. Buffalo. I mean, they have the division wrapped up, obviously. They could be playing for the one seed. Assuming Casey wins, they're playing for the two seed. Right. 
because they're playing the same time as Cincinnati. Right. And I think if Buffalo and Cincinnati finish tied, let me check this out really quick. I think Cincy would – actually, I have the scenario generator in front of me. Why don't I just fucking do it? Uh, so I'll give – I'll give Buffalo the loss. And I'll give the Bengals the win. Yeah, Bengals would jump leapfrog them. Okay. So even if the Chiefs win Saturday, those teams would still be playing for the two three seed. I don't know if they care about that. We'll see. Especially if it ends up being neutral site. Yeah, yeah. Oh, T- Tampa is playing for seeding. No, so Tampa's in. They're the, they're locked in the four. Minnesota. Do they, are they playing for seeding? Minnesota, Chicago. Yeah. Technically, I mean, I don't know if it matters because Nate Peterman is starting for the Bears, so I think the Vikings are just – I think Cousins is going to play like a, a drive or two tops, and then the Vikings are going to call up the dogs and probably just win with their backups. Yeah. The Bears don't want to – the Bears don't want to move back in the draft. They're, they're locked into that number two pick, which is very valuable because – well, technically they can get the number one if the Texans won this week and they lost. But the two pick is valuable because they're not – they're probably not drafting a quarterback, so they can kind of just sell that pick, trade or trade that pick, I should say, to the like highest bidder, to the best offer. Uh, Houston Indy, which is Houston needs to win. If, Houston needs to lose if they want price. For young. them, yeah, for them, they have to lose. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it depends how much they like their guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jets, Jets, Miami. The Jets are out. Miami needs it. Needs to win. Miami needs to win, and the Patriots need to lose, and they're they're in. Okay, um, Carolina, New Orleans, nothing. See, nothing. That's for, that's for um, gamblers, hardcore gamblers, hardcore, yeah. degenerate Cleveland, scumbags. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh wins. Miami loses. They're in. Uh, no, they well, Pittsburgh needs to win, and they need Miami and the Patriots to lose. Oh, and the Patriots. Okay. Uh, Giants and Philly. It's a little interesting. Philly is Philly uh, is playing for the one seed with Dallas and the 49ers. Yep. They all have a chance. And um, Giants are locked into the six. Giants are locked in. Yep. So do you do you want to stick it to Philly? Do you want to play your guys and try and beat them? Um I yeah, I think you got to play the I the thing is like the Phillies, Philly's not Philly's 14 point favorites. Which I think that's saying that maybe they know something about the Giants. I don't, I don't really know. It seems like a high number. No, they definitely know. So it sounds like the Giants are. Well, I don't know. It sounds like maybe they'll start their guys, but then kind of call it off. Like, but is her, is Hertz going to play a full game? I mean, he's he's. It sounds like Hertz is playing. That yeah. line tells me Hertz is game. Yeah, I eight hours ago Jalen Hurts expected to play Week 18. I do not. I do not like resting guys in the last week of the season. I don't like it. Every game you. What, play, what if you go down? What if you go down like ten nothing, fourteen nothing, second quarter? Eagles no. pass rush. Eagles like the Eagles I, like I'm have waiting, six seven sacks every game. I'm waiting to. Oh, say so. If they're getting killed, like they're getting like killed. I just it, know from fantasy. Like I had them in fantasy, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I don't think their defense was that good, but if you look at their their stat line, like five, six sacks every game. 
It's crazy. Like they get they get to the quarterback. Yeah. See, that's yeah. If like if Jones is getting killed, it's it's a different story. I think I'm still waiting outside of that scenario where it's they're just killing him. Um I think I'm waiting until the fourth quarter to call the dogs off. Let the let the game dictate what you're gonna do. Have yeah. a feel for the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're I, not pulling I, guys if it's close. I'm going in there with the mindset to win, the mindset to play a real game. But at some point, you might have to protect Jones. I understand that. At some point, the game might might just be out of hand, and you got to get ready. You, it's the only time you can look forward in this league is probably like the the second half of the yeah. last week of the season when you have your playoff seat all, all locked up. So, yeah, and then if you did – I mean, if you did beat Philly, you'd be helping out da- – well, you'd be helping out Dallas, but you'd really be helping out San Fran because San Fran's playing Arizona, which they're probably going to win. So San Fran would get the one, and assuming Dallas wins, they get the two. It may – I'm not saying you tank against Philly, but I could make a case for not wanting to show your hand to Philly because – you're locked into the six. Vikings probably get the three. I'm going to say the Vikings probably get the three. The only way the Vikings don't get the three is if uh, they win and San Fran loses. And I just can't – I can't see San Fran losing. I can't see anyone losing to Arizona right now besides maybe like the Texans or Colts. So you play the Vikings, right, week one in the wild card weekend. Yep. Very winnable game. That's a coin flip game. Maybe slight favorite Minnesota. You're the sixth seed. In all likelihood, unless the seventh seed upsets San Fran, you're going back to Philly, DPW. Maybe you don't want to show them too much. Make them play all their guys this week. Go all out to beat you. You save save a few uh, few tricks. Keep them in the bag. Yeah, I think you can still play a full game without pulling out all the stops. Yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah, save, put, save them, save some things in the bag, tricks. But you know, I, I just, I feel like when you, when you take the foot off the gas, something could kind of go wrong. If the mindset of the team changes, or, or, or just the momentum of the, che- the team changes, I, I don't like that. I'd rather them get like their head kicked in. Score wise, and being like, all right, you gotta go out and prove it yourself next week. You get out embarrassed, trying, go out and prove yourself. And either you're meant, either you're meant for the playoffs or you're not. I think your best case scenario is actually losing a close game. Well, that that's the that's the 2007 script. Yeah, I think losing a close game actually works because if you actually did beat Philly, I mean, you'd cripple Philly. I don't think they would recover if they lost, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think because then they got to go to like Tampa wildcard weekend. Like, ugh. Um, Because then if you beat the Vikings, then you're looking at going to San Fran, which is probably a tougher game. I mean, Philly's been great, but at least Philly, there's like familiarity. San Fran just looks like they're just clicking. Yeah, but I hate playing that game. Like, if you get there, you're going to have to beat a good team anyway. You're going to play a good team at some point if you keep winning. No, I know. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's why I think you go all out. But the best case scenario might be losing a close game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's real. That is truly the Philly may have peaked original. earlier in the season. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's true. Lane Johnson, big loss. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So then, okay. Chargers are in against Denver. That's just the Chargers are the f- five seed right now. Uh, they would lock up the five seed if they win, or they may end up. They may already have it clinched if Baltimore loses at one o'clock. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not much of a game. No, not a game at all. Rams and Seattle. What's uh, what's the I don't. I couldn't. I just. I don't know if I missed it or what. So Seattle's just simple. Uh, Seattle has to win, and then they need. Detroit to beat Green Bay Sunday night. Okay. Okay. All right, because Green Bay's win and they they're in. Green Bay's winning in. Detroit's win, but they need Seattle to lose. Is there is there a Green Bay? Does Green Bay get in if another team loses? Or they got they they're winning in. No, because they're head they're same record as Detroit. So that's a playoff game. Well, it's definitely a playoff game for Green Bay. Detroit might be out by the time they play. Right, but they're winning in regardless. Winning in. Got it. Okay. Um, Dallas, Washington, we talked about Dallas, San Fran. We talked about that scenario. Yeah. Okay. Um, there you go. That's pretty much sums it up, I think. We miss anything there? Uh, looking at the games right now, I think we covered them all. Okay. We got them. Yeah. That's not bad though. We have it's one game. If basically have a playoff game Saturday night, Sunday, and Sunday night. So you have good games on the prime times, Saturday and Sunday. You need Seattle to lose that game to the Rams to make Sunday night really interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think Detroit's going to go all, all out regardless. Yeah. You mean it's the Packers? That's their kind of team. Yeah. But it would it would be better if it was an actual playoff game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think eh, I think the Rams could maybe pull it off. This division, Seattle's kind of been wobbling. I think we have five games that aren't connected to seeding that are important. That are important to people. The teams getting in, actually getting in. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, Saturday is kind of like a. Uh, I mean, Titans-Jaguars is technically a playoff game. I know there's scenarios where the loser can get in, or at least where if Jacksonville loses, they can get in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't say uh, it's definitely appointment television. I'm sure I'll get to it at some point. And Chiefs, it's it's kind of like a, you're just wetting your beak on Saturday. It's not. It's cool to have football on Saturday. Yeah, cool that it matters, but it's it's an appetizer. It's an appetizer. It's not you know. It's, <laughs> it's not, not great games. It's not even the appetizer, it's like the bread with the oil beforehand. That's really all. Right, right. Everyone eats it's bread. You're gonna eat it. Yeah, you're there, you'll dip in it, you'll dabble. You're not gonna gorge on it. And you're, right. not, you're not gonna make a meal out of it. But if the bread's really good though, you may. Games end up really good over time, then you're like you're going yeah. on your fourth slice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's there's the opportunity to fill up on the bread. But luckily the courses are weeks of or days apart and weeks apart, so we'll be okay. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Should we get into picks now? Yeah, I guess that's a good segue to picks. Unless you want to talk about Dana's White slapping his wife on mm. national TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
What's your hot take? She had it coming. <laughs> I'd like to know what she said. Uh, no, nah, I mean, when you're a public figure like Dana White, man, like, and you're out, I know you're drinking. I, I didn't like using booze as the excuse because it's like you hit your wife. Booze didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, you had something pent up and uh, he took a swing, man. That's it. Like, you, you could blame Boo sometimes. You say something stupid in mixed company or whatever. But, like, I don't know. That's one of those, like, things you learn early on, never to hit a woman. And, like, I feel like no matter how loaded you are, you still have that in the back of your head that you're not supposed to do it, especially in Mexico in front of a crowd of people <laughs> when you're Dana White and you know eyeballs and cameras are everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's why. Yeah, he could blame the alcohol for not taking the, not taking the scenario into consideration before taking a swing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and when and then maybe this isn't fair to him, but the first thing I think whenever I see like you see these like obviously Ray Rice is like the extreme example, but anytime you see a guy like get physical with his, with his wife or girlfriend in public, I'm like the fuck is that guy doing when there's not like a crowd of people yeah. <laughs> jesus christ seriously yeah i mean she might be a nightmare but still you know just like grab yeah. her by the grab her by the fucking arm and leave that's not <laughs> you can grab him you can grab and leave but you know don't fucking raise your hand fucking animal uh yeah <laughs> so can you blame the roids for it <laughs> uh, I see. That's I'm I'm more well versed with the booze than I am the roids. The roids, you may just lose control and like ah, fucking gorilla. Like I'm just gonna hit whatever's in front of me. Like I don't, your booze. I mean, you know, I've been hammered before. I've never been like, oh man, I almost fucking knocked you out, honey. Are the roids one more better? shot of tequila? <laughs> are, the, are the roids better now, or they don't? Because the roid rage was a big thing back in the day. Are the roids better now that they don't have roid rage anymore? I guess you'd have to. It's all testosterone, right? So I think it's kind yeah, of he's probably like filled up with testosterone. Yeah, all those dudes like Rogan, like all those older dudes, like in their fifties, are all Stu Finer. <laughs> he gets he gets that T shot. There's no, probably so, works. Probably works wonders when you get to that age. There's still no excuse. No. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Extra, <laughs> extra dose of testosterone this month. <laughs> yeah, doubled, <laughs> doubled my, uh, doubled my t- intake accidentally. All right, picks. I've had, I've had a tough couple weeks. Zero and six, and seventeen and sixteen. The holidays were not kind to me. Zero um, and so zero and three last week. You were two and zero. Um, with the yeah, Kansas two and zero. We'll just flush the Cincy game. Yep. So you have taken a, a commanding lead at the right time of the year. 31, 21, and 2 is where you're at. I am 527, 27, and 1 uh, right now. So that's where we stand. Coin is flipped. It is ahead. It's always All ahead. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll go first, I guess. Uh I have I actually have five teams in writing. Uh, right. I don't like many of them though. No, but the first one I'm just I'm riding them. I mean, even though last week's game got obviously uh, 
you know, postponed with what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm questioning now my logic now that I know the game is officially not being made up. Yeah. I'm taking the Bengals laying seven. Let me make sure that's still the sp- – let me get an actual up-to-date spread and see if it's been affected. That's what I saw um, an hour ago, or a little more than an hour ago. That's what I saw. It's still seven. All right, so I'll take it at seven. The only problem is they've clinched the division now, mm-hmm. and if the Chiefs win on – I guess they can't catch the Chiefs either way. So they're, they're, they can't get the one seed. And they can't fall to a, you know, a five seed, you know, or a six seed. So are they going to play their guys? I'm still going to assume they go out there. And, I mean, they're, they're just better than the Ravens right now. Yeah. And the seven points scares me. You know, it scares me that they've they've obviously had their minds elsewhere for most of this week. Um, but I, I mean, I got to keep riding them. I got to keep riding. Them. I'm gonna. I'm. Week 18 is the hardest. Week 1 and week 18 are the hardest. You know, week 1 you don't know who's good and week 18 you have no idea where anyone's motivations are yeah. in, in some of these games. Um but just for out of principle a, a huge reason I've been able to I mean in to inflate my record is because of the Bengals. So I'm obviously taking them minus 7. Pick one. All right, my first pick is when we talk about constantly we always pick wrong anyway with this team um, talking about Saturday afternoon's game, Kansas city are, is uh, nine point favorites over Vegas. I said earlier, I love what Vegas did last week. Kansas city. You said Kansas city always play sloppy, always keeps these teams in uh, these games, Vegas. I think Stidham is going to be playing um, to just kind of show off what he can do. He's playing for next year. He's, he's not trying to tank a game. He doesn't give a shit. Um, he wants to, uh, Show what he can do. There's there's gonna be a new quarterback in Vegas next year. I think he wants to do everything he can to be on the short list. Uh so it's got some breaking news. Hang on. Sorry, go ahead. I gotta rewind the TV. It's gonna be Vegas. Vegas plus nine. That's my first pick. All right, Vegas plus nine. All right, all right. Here's some breaking news. Bottom of the screen on Fox Sports One. Shit, I didn't I went back a little too far. It's football related. It's very relevant to what we were just talking about. Okay. All right. So Cincinnati's awarded the AFC North division title on basis of higher winning percentage with home field advantage for possible wildcard playoff game versus Ravens. Oh, it's to be determined by a coin flip. Wow. Wait a minute. But what if they beat? But what if they beat? the Ravens this week and then they'd have they'd have a much better record than them. Did I read that wrong? No, let's read it one more time because I didn't <laughs> rewind again. Hang on. <laughs> I would think maybe if they lose to them. All right. Breaking news again. Cincinnati awarded the AFC North division title on basis of higher winning percentage with home field advantage for possible wild card playoff matchup versus Ravens to be determined by coin flip. All right, so that's just the bottom of the screen update. I'm going to assume that if the Bengals I like I think I like my minus 7 better now. If the if the Bengals win this week and they're 12 and 4 and the Ravens are 10 and 7 
you got to give the home game to the Bengals, no? I think so. That makes sense. The way I read that was they're not. Now, if the Bengals, let's say the Bengals rest their guys Sunday and lose to the Ravens and they end up playing, then I could understand, like we just talked about how it would be you know, crazy if the Bengals, same number of wins, get swept by the Ravens. Then I could understand them doing the coin flip. Right, if it's yeah. if it's eleven and five against eleven and six, right. To me, though, if the Bengals win this week and then they play the Ravens wildcard weekend, Bengals should get the home. They'd be two and a half games better than them, and they'd split the season series. Yeah, who are they trying to appease with that? The Ravens. Yeah, it's definitely a pro Ravens. They're because the thing is, if the Bengals had lost Monday night, then this would be for the division. So by by canceling that game, you kind of like, you know, the Bengals kind of backed into a division title a little bit without having to, like, without having to beat, without having to even play the Ravens in a meaningful game. Mm-hmm. So I think that's to appease the Ravens. But I feel like I mean if the Bengals win this week and they're twelve and four and the Ravens are ten and seven, like the Bengals get the home game. Let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that, that might be that might be a little too Don't I mean, bend over for don't don't appease the fucking Ravens. I mean, they suck. You know, it's it's possible that's what the Ravens requested and they were like they, they didn't want they they kind of made it seem like they were getting fucked or, or you know maybe not getting fucked because they you can't really say that <laughs> at this point yeah but they're you know that they wanted to be sure they're getting a fair shake you know and I, they they might have proposed that I'm sure all the owners were involved yeah on some level so that that might have just been them kind of getting something yeah <laughs> it's also. I mean, there's no guarantee they're going to play. It's likely, but it's no guarantee they're playing in the first round. Like, what if the Bills lose and the Bengals win? Then it's Bills-Ravens 3-6. You know, we're not doing a coin flip for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. The Bengals should get home field, though, unless they lose Sunday. Are you picked, are you picked your game? Vegas. Uh, yeah, Vegas plus nine. All right, well, I'm going to stay on this theme. I, I'm this this could backfire. Now, I assume the Bengals. I'm going to say the Bengals win, even if they don't cover. I'm going to say the Bengals win one o'clock Sunday. If the Bengals win, the Ravens are locked into the six seed. Yep. Which means the Chargers would be locked into the five seed. Okay. Chargers are playing mm-hmm. at four o'clock. Chargers are playing the Broncos. Chargers are going to play Herbert for maybe a if they does if they're locked into the five seed. All right, we're we're getting ready for Jacksonville. We're getting ready for Tennessee. Herbert's going to play like a series or two. They're going to put in Chase Daniel. The Broncos are going to probably want to win that game. Now, is it going to matter because they've sucked so bad? We'll see. But I'm laying two and a half with Denver. You know, you want to talk about bad teams like the Bears and Texans wanting to lose. The Broncos 
are horrendous, but they don't even have their draft pick. So there's if there's a bad team that really desperately needs a win this weekend, it's Denver because they don't want to give Seattle the fourth overall, third overall pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think I'm I'm kind of like parlaying these two games. I'm assuming since he wins. Mm-hmm. And that makes this game meaningless for the Chargers. So I'll lay the two and a half. It was actually Vegas caught on because yet literally yesterday morning the Chargers were three point favorites. And I was like, hmm. The Bengals ended up playing. I think it was before the Bengals game. It was scheduled for one o'clock. And I was thinking, I was like, that game might not mean anything for the Chargers. And their their whole team is like constantly banged up. I'm like, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And all, I'm like, like they're gonna play those guys very little in that game, so I'll take a chance. I'll go. I'll go Denver, assuming uh, assuming the Bengals win at one o'clock. So I'll take Denver minus two and a half. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to find. All right, you're you're playing that game that uh, playing know. that week eighteen game. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a Rubik's cube trying to put it together. Um, I, I, I'm taking a game that that matters. I'm picking – what I saw of the Jets this past weekend was just so pathetic, so embarrassing. They were, I mean, so unprepared, so underwhelming. It was it was disgusting to have to put that game on with like a little interest and see what we saw. So I'm going with Miami's two-point favorites. Two, Teddy, two gloves, get you guys to the playoffs. There's been no – there's been no, I don't know if he's playing. <laughs> no? no? Okay. Well, maybe maybe taking a third string quarterback. That's fine. I'm I'm fine. With that. I think Miami wins no matter what. I think this, I, I am counting the Jets as a dead team. I think that they, by shitting the bed last week, they have embarrassed themselves. Not for the last time. I think Miami. I got a feeling Miami's going to back their way into the playoffs here. They have had a miserable, just a heartbreaking season. It's it's not been pretty for the Dolphins. It's been. No. They went from MVP candidate to high flying off, you know, from high flying offense to cautionary tale to comeback tale of the year, back to cautionary tale and on the outside looking in. And I don't think this is their final heart their heartache. I think you have one more coming in the playoffs where it's just you guys get blown up by like forty. But um, I think I think they take care of the Jets, the lowly embarrassing. Jets here as two point favorites. So give me Miami minus two. Okay. Um, yeah, I I think the Dolphins are dead. I don't I don't think they're winning Sunday. I think I think the Jets are gonna their brains are gonna be put in a pretzel because like finally the Bloom you know came off the Mike White Rose. Yeah. Last. Uh, <laughs> Last uh, week, and and, that, and now the Jets are back to like, all right, we need a quarterback. We have pieces, but we need a quarterback. You know, Wilson's probably not the answer. Mike White's probably a backup. I think Mike White is going to go out there and like shred the Dolphins <laughs> secondary, and then the Jets fans going to be back to square one, being like, well, maybe Mike White is the guy. Why can't he be the guy? I disagree. All right. <laughs> I thought about taking the Jets, but uh, I won't take the Jets. Let's see. Um, all right, I need a third game. Mm, I'm going to play the Week 18 game again. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to take 
the uh, I'm going to take the Falcons laying four against Tampa. I think Tampa is going to. Uh, I mean, Brady's a hundred years old. Mike Evans is always hurt. I, I think they. I don't think they. They, you know, sit those guys completely. But I think uh, those guys absolutely will not see the second half. I'd be surprised if they even saw much of the second quarter. And I think Atlanta will go out there. They'll want to finish strong. They'll want to be the division rival. You know, they'll want to be Tampa. And uh, I mean, it's 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 such a no man's land spread. Like you're you're laying. I mean, Vegas is telling you they're not stupid. They're telling you Tampa is not going to go all out in this game if Atlanta's favored by four. Um, but you know, Blaine Gabber, I believe, is the backup for Tampa. That's that'll be nice if we can like get Blaine in that game, even if it's like tied. Like, give me Blaine Gabbert in a seven seven game, 10 10 game. Kyle Trask, I think, is another guy on Tampa. We've never seen him play. Todd Bowles is the coach. Give me, give me Atlanta lane four. All right. Uh, I'm going back. I'm taking another game that means something. Um, Cleveland's going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's two and a half point. Uh, favorites, they need to win. They need a Miami loss. And a New England loss. And a New England loss. I have to write that down for the second time, which is very possible. Um, it, yes, I think it's very possible. Maybe. I would I would almost expect it. I would expect New England and Miami to lose. And this would be an incredible way to, to make the playoffs. Incredible they actually do make the playoffs of the year they've had. Incredible they'll be 9-8, and eight, right? They win. They're 8-8 eight and eight right now. Tomlin keeps that streak alive. Yeah, it would be um, a credit to the coaching, a credit to the infrastructure of that team. I mean, Mike Tomlin's was on the hot seat. I don't know, eight weeks ago, two months ago, he was on the hot seat. They were, they were two and six. There were people. People were had it with him, but now we now we see why he's going to be there for a long time. Why he should be there for a long time, um, and gives them a gives them a shot in the last day. They're going to be ready for Cleveland. Um, Pittsburgh two and a half. That's my last pick. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you can't like Pittsburgh in this game. The only reason I didn't pick it is because it's too easy. <laughs> it just seems it seems too square. And it started at three and it went down to two and a half. And the money's on Pittsburgh. I just I can't figure. I mean, the Browns are obviously gonna try. They want to spoil Pittsburgh. They hate Pittsburgh. But Watson's been so bad. I I don't know. It see it seems too easy though, which is why I didn't pick it. No pun intended. <laughs> I gave me to it. All right. Um. All right. There you go. My picks for the week: Vegas plus nine, Miami minus two, Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Yeah, I got all uh, favorites. I got a uh, very scary week eighteen. Cincy minus seven. Uh, Denver laying two and a half, and the Falcons laying four. I'm a uh, self sabotaging my hot streak. Or you found, or, or you're a genius going into the playoffs hot. Perfect. Yeah, week 18. I feel like you got to get a little gross. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So got, let's run through these. How much time we got? Five, five and a half minutes left. Uh, Tennessee Jacks. I thought about taking Jacksonville six and a half is too much for me, though. Uh, I thought about Tennessee. I didn't think about Tennessee, but I, I just feel like 
I feel like Jags minus six and a half is like it's like a foreign language. That shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't make sense of that. Yeah. And I really like Jack. I think Jacksonville takes care of business. Changing of the guard here. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, when so you expect <laughs> like, Jacksonville to win, like Jacksonville by a touchdown. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't expect the win by a touchdown. I think it's tough. I think Frable goes down swinging, but I think inevitably, I just have, I don't know. I just like, you're right. It's always, and he, Henry going for like 200 yards is always on the table in an AFC South game. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be ready for him. Yeah, that spread scares me. I would lean Tennessee, but I'm not I'm not advising anyone to take Tennessee because they have I mean Joshua Dobbs. I'm not advising anyone to take Jacksonville either, though. <laughs> I'm just my lean is Tennessee. I just have a I, I lean Tennessee. Um Tampa Bay, Eleni touched on already. Yeah. Um, New England, Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo is going to be – I feel like everybody is going to pound Buffalo. It scares me that it's only seven. Um, I wonder if the reason that line is only seven right now is because the Chiefs could wrap up the one seed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if the, like if the Chiefs ever lost on Saturday, I feel like that spread will go to like 10. That, that spread will jump if the one seed on the line, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. If Buffalo, if Buffalo's got to beat New England, they're beating New England. New England's not good. No, no, they are kind of a mess. They, they, they. I mean, they're an incredible story too that they've come this close yeah. to playoffs with the team that they have because they're a disaster. Like the only case against Buffalo is obviously the distraction this week. They're, you know, they, their heads probably haven't been all there in practice. But I, I just feel like by game time, man, like that crowd is going to be fired up and ready. And, like, as long as the Bills can keep their emotions, like, in check somewhat, like, I just feel like they're going to go out there and steamroll them. I think, yeah, I think you're right. But, but again, if the Chiefs had the one seed, do the, do the Bills kind of take their foot off the guy? That's why week 18 is so tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's, tough. it's, it's impossible to pick New England in that game anyway. No matter. No, <laughs> yeah, you have no soul if you pick New England in that yeah. game. <laughs> your souls on the line um minnesota chicago you kind of touched on that before seating wise or not seating wise well yeah seating seating wise. well yeah draft wise it, it would make no i always say like players don't tank organizations do and i think resting fields and starting peterman is their way of being like we're t- we'll take the two that so we'll take the number two pick and nathan peterman's gonna go out there and try but i mean you know it's nathan peterman <laughs> Good the old college try. Don't bet that game. Don't bet that game. No, because the Minnesota is not going to try very hard in that game either. So that's that's a stay away. Um, Baltimore, Cincinnati, kind of touched on that before as well. Um, or you did we picked it, so you touched on it. Yeah. Funny. Um, Houston and Indy. Kind of talk who about cares? that. Too. Yeah. Who cares? Jets, Miami, Carolina, New Orleans. I mean, that is. I don't know. No idea. It's two teams. They're not playing for anything. It's just pride, division. I don't know. Yeah. No, no. Throw my hands up. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Giants, Philly, we talked about. Chargers, Denver, we talked about. Arizona, San Fran. San Fran is 14 point favorites. Just lay it. 
<laughs> Rams, Seattle, Seattle, six point favorites. I kind of lean Rams for some reason. That game, I think the Rams are going to go all out in that game. Season finale. Yeah. Rams own, I think, is, is it, yeah, Ram, in the NFC West, uh, six degrees, Rams own Seattle. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah. Yeah, you go Rams there, yeah. Uh, Dallas, seven-point favorites over Washington. Um, That's a tricky one. I would be careful betting that because if the Philly goes up big on the Giants, Dallas may pull everybody. Yeah. So, you got to be careful there. And Detroit, Green Bay. That's a Green Bay. Uh, I mean, you gotta. I, I gotta go Green Bay. As much as I hate Rodgers, too, like it'd be more exciting seeing him in the playoffs than Seattle yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, I gotta. I mean, having Rodgers there just kind of makes sense. <laughs> it does suck, but no, nah, I get beat by the Niners again. Though. That'd be I'm fun. Not, yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. Yeah, like what do you get? It's the idea. The alternatives is not much better. Yeah. Um, are we right. coming back? Are we coming back? Because we're just about out of time. Are we done? Yeah. I, um, I really got nothing left. We could kind of call it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here. 